So we took a week off of Intellectual Dollar Tree, and we're going to give you an old episode, or as some might say, a classic episode. This is episode 25. We recorded this in November of 2019. Enjoy. The internet is a big dumpster.
All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Dollar Tree. This show's live every Wednesday from about 7 p.m. to about 8 p.m., 8.30. And then we do some post-game talk about usually homelessness. Usually. We talk about social issues. A lot of social issues. You know, things uh, the social sciences, not the science sciences. Things that, uh, things that the subject matter of our show are generally uh, what we believe to be wrong about. But like the science sciences can solve those problems. So it's like tangentially related. They can inform the solution at the very least. Yeah, that makes sense. Without data, you, without data you're not even sure the extent of a problem. So yeah, of course you use yeah. math and science. So anyway, I'm producer Dave. I fucking run the show here. This is my uh, co-host. What's your name? I'm HK Perrin. You can find me on Twitter at HK Perrin. Perrin like Leon Perrin's the Worcestershire sauce. We're just going to get right into this. Um, we've been doing, we've done a lot of Sam Harris on this show, and we're going to do another Sam Harris. This is him on the Eric Weinstein show. Um, we're going to skip all of this part about Donald Trump, immigration, Nas- Nassim Talib, Jeffrey Epstein, and we're going to go straight to Ann Moore. Um, this is, they're basically going to start talking a little bit about social media, and then it's going to be a wine fest about people making fun of the two of them. I'm sorry. Entering the, entering the conversation, bad faith changes everything. Misery loves company, right? Oh, yeah. This is this is like next level stupid. And uh, I encourage every oh, man. This is a weird thing to say. So that you so that you can get the full context of this, I encourage you to like. I don't know if you have to go to the dentist or something really unpleasant. You could just add this to your unpleasant experience <laughs> and listen to the whole fucking thing. <laughs> if if what you were doing was more unpleasant, would this make it less unpleasant? I guess it depends like on what, it, like, is your dentist cool or are they like, are they like trying to hurt your face? Like, cause it's somewhere in that realm. I mean, like, is this, is unpleasantness, uh, a, does it add to each other or does it average? It might distract you from the dentist, how unpleasant this shit is. And speaking of unpleasantness, we're just going to get right into it. This is where they're, they've already sort of broken the ice on the social media thing. And they've mentioned it a couple times, but this is where they really get into it. And for the first time ever, they're going to name people that they don't like instead of just saying the left. So it's like, how much time am I going to... So now, like, in my use of social media, like, I'll get on Twitter, I'll see something outrageous, I'll get triggered by it, but, I mean, I'll get off 30 seconds later and it's over, Hot. right? Whereas if I, if I were to do... Th- oh, that drop. Here we go. <laughs> how much time am I going to... So now, like, in my use of social media, like, I'll get on Twitter... I'll see something outrageous. I'll get triggered by it. But I mean, I'll get off 30 seconds later and it's over. Right? <laughs> Whereas if I, if I were to do the thing that entangled Soundboard. me, you know, it could, need that. You know, it could take up much more of my life. And um, so well, it's, it's very interesting to me that you've gotten off Twitter as you become more. <laughs> oh, 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 no. I feel like I feel very like, interesting to me that you've gotten off <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good focused on the meditation and mindfulness part of your offering right um i mean i there's the juxtaposition there may be somewhat accidental but the 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 vividness uh, like it it uh, there's there's a spell that's been broken for me okay with respect to social media like i i i and actually i had paid lip service to this and just didn't know that it was just lip service. But I had been talking about Twitter and social media generally as a, a psychological experiment 
that we were running our, on ourselves to which no one had consented, right? We just enrolled right. half. No, you totally consent to going on to fucking Twitter. Yeah, it, it's like you agree to the terms of service when you register. And also you choose to just click your little bookmark or open your little app. Like this is uh, the problem with Twitter isn't that nobody consented to it. And like the fact that he's calling it some kind of social experiment again, he's like divining the intent of people. I'm pretty sure the intent was to make money and sell ads. Yeah. That requires zero assumptions because that's exactly their business model. If you were to look at their, like whatever business model, like documentation they have out there, like, you know, they have to submit things like to, I don't know, the IRS or the state or whatever. And it says what their business is yeah. and they're selling ads. Yeah. They're an advertising company that just happens to use social media to distribute those ads. And Sam Harris is making them a ton of money. And so is Eric Weinstein because people go on there specifically to dunk on both of these people. Dave Rubin is making them way more money though. Do you think that he doesn't know though that you don't have to be on Twitter? I, you know what? I used to think that like I, before we started this show, I thought these guys were like brighter and I do mean guys. We have, I mean, there's one maybe woman in the IDW. That's that lady who runs Killette in Sal Esquire. So yeah, you mean men, men, yeah, fellas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they don't know they don't have to be on Twitter. I know if you're a public figure, you kind of have to be on there, but Sam Harris has so goddamn much money. He can just hire somebody to be like, Hey, you know, here's $3,000 a month. Don't, you don't have to really do anything, but when I put up a new episode, you better notice and tweet it out. <laughs> Thank you for engaging in the marketplace of ideas. Like you don't have to be on Twitter. In fact, I know, I know people who are not on Twitter. They're generally happier too. Not only that, but they, they didn't have to like fight off the Twitter people who were trying to put them on Twitter without their consent. Nothing like that happened. I know people who don't have Facebook either, and they also seem a bit happier. Although they don't get invited to as many things. They probably are invited. They're just not aware that they've been invited to as many things. Because they're like, oh, this, you know, when you start thinking of who should be there, maybe their their, their face is in your mind. You just don't see it. Oh, this is just going to get worse. Humanity in this thing. And we're just, you know, let's see what happens. And it's, it's clearly having effects that are at best non-optimal, right? You know, at worst, you know, catastrophic. And... Um, I would, I was talking about this and thinking in these terms, but still totally embedded in, in the activity of, of taking Twitter seriously and, okay. and, and feeling that it was a professional necessity. And on some level, it was just, it was just sticky enough, you know, emotionally, like this is, you know, cause I'm getting a lot of my news that way. I'm, I'm following smart people. I want to see what articles they're reading. And he got off and it was sticky enough. And then somebody like Nassim Taleb says something, you know, outrageously stupid that is, per, you know, right, directed personal. at me. Right. And it goes, <laughs> if I don't know, man, like, I don't know if you were here, but Kara Swisher. And when she talked to Sam Harris, she just fucking laid it out in like one sentence. And this is, it's like really important. And I'm going to paraphrase, but I'm super close. She said, y'all want to be loud in the courtyard, but you don't want anybody to talk back to you. Yeah, I think we covered that on the show, didn't we? Yeah, like the Sunday show. Yeah. yeah. And it was the best. Yeah. I had to listen. I had to sit through a fucking hour and five minutes of her, of him trying to wear her out. But he did realize that when he wore her out, that she was not, you don't want to deal with worn out Kara Swisher. <laughs> I wish she would have also brought up that he's a, that he was like born with like tens of millions of dollars. But, you know, she wants access to him so she can do that to him again. 
is going out to hundreds of thousands of people. And so, you know, it's an opportunity for me to tell them to fuck off. And so I, I find some way to say that. And this thing begins playing out. And to the degree that I've stepped away, which is like 95%, now when I come back and I see, you know, some of my friends, I see you, you know, embroiled with, you know, you know, Claire Lehman or somebody. And mm. Claire Lehman is the, um, editor-in-chief for uh, Killette. That's a uh, basically an IDW magazine that uh, now everybody's calling them Incel Esquire or Skull Measuring Weekly. It's pretty funny. Skull Measuring Weekly Skull was... Skull Measuring Weekly. Yeah, because they, they posted an article about like the long-lost science of phrenology and what it can teach us today. I'm not even kidding. Andy, oh Andy Ngo, Andy Ngo works for, worked for them. He was one of their editors when they were all freaked out about Antifa and posted all these fake lists of Antifa that people kept feeding to him and shit. It was amazing. It does look like I'm now in touch with the... Well, you saw that get diffused? Yeah, no. That, that, and I think the skillful diffusal of those conflicts is its own public good. That well, the we, thing should, is, is I've, I've tried been, to maximize. Yeah. There are people that I good can't that. diffuse because I don't think they want the thing diffused. Like you got into some... You went on this person, Nice Mangoes, podcast yeah that was that, that. what does he mean by Talk diffuse about. he means he had an argument with uh the, and i'm gonna back this up a little bit too here i mean he had an argument sort of with claire lehman she runs an idw uh, skull measuring weekly that i just mentioned a, a bit ago they like disagreed about something and then they hashed it out because they largely agree and they're like on the same gravy train right mm -hmm. and so he diffused that that means oh they either agreed to disagree or whatever like whatever right and now this is, it's being juxtaposed with the people who don't agree with them, disagreeing with them on Twitter. Like, oh, well, this person who agrees with me on almost everything, we were able to like come to some sort of, you know, truce on this like minuscule thing that we didn't write, agree on or something she wrote that I didn't necessarily like versus like, no, these people disagree with everything that we're saying and they think we're a joke. Why can't we diffuse them in the same way? So it's, by diffuse, he means win the argument he or, can't win the argument right or the argument just stopped like because they're like oh well i guess we disagree on this and he's probably able to do that with the lady who publishes uh we'll call it skull measuring weekly for this uh for the for the purpose of this uh broadcast smw smw that's right and but she doesn't like it doesn't seem like at least the things she publishes don't aren't fundamentally in disagreement with the things that people like weinstein and harris are publishing so it's just easier to disagree around the edges than to like disagree at, like at the core of on a fundamental on a fundamental set of things. So what's going to happen here? Also, uh, he, he said that he said her name. Her name is uh, Ina, uh, also known as Nice Mangoes. Her conversation with Sam Harris was our first podcast of this. Like our first show was the polite conversations with Ina. Um, she's I like her a lot. She's really cool. She's an ex-Muslim. And she challenged him. And at one point during the conversation, he said something and she was like, oh, dear. <laughs> so she became incredulous with him. And uh, so they're going to they're going to throw her under the bus. The problem is the problem that I see here is that they're doing this and all she's doing is posting his own words and criticizing him for it. And uh, she's like, like her podcast is tiny. Like, so now she's just going to get all these douchebags like going after her. This is like, it's like irresponsible to go after after somebody you know, who like gets a, you know, less than a percent of the audience of even probably Eric Weinstein's new show, I think. But Sam Harris is not one to avoid punching down. That That's correct. So we're going to, maybe we'll, I'll turn off the, I'll turn off the side chain and I kind of want to listen to this whole exchange here. 
on public good that well, the we, thing we should, is, is we I've, try I've to been, maximize. Yeah. There are people uh, that I can't that. diffuse because I don't think they want the thing diffused. Like you got into some, you went on this person, nice mangoes podcast. Yeah. That was, that, that, talk about a, a no good deed going well, to punish. You know, you, I, you know there's, there's just something I did wrong. my best to launch your podcast. There's, well, there's yeah. something wrong with that account because there's many ways in which it seems quite reasonable. Yeah, and then, then it just degraded into mental illness. Well, there's a per- whoa, like that's a nice lady. I've heard her podcast. If you want, maybe we won't listen to that episode again, but we can listen to the first five or ten minutes of one of her shows, and we could take a look at her Twitter feed. That's a cool lady. Like she is not. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with people who have like uh, that are not neurotypical either. I want to be real, real clear there. Like, yeah, we, like that was bad on several levels, and she just doesn't like you. Like she thought you were an asshole when you went on her show and she thinks you're an asshole now. That doesn't mean she's mentally ill. It means she doesn't fucking like you. Like some people don't fucking like you. But again, this is like a, she's like a, I don't know. I don't, don't want to guess her age. I hate guessing ages. She's younger than we are. Probably maybe right around your age if I had to guess. And she just doesn't, doesn't have some massive following. And I don't understand why they're doing this. Like if you did it to us, by the way, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> he was like, I saw this thing they were making fun of. It was called the intellectual dollar tree. All of a sudden my phone would start buzzing at me, telling me my site was being DDoSed and shit. <laughs> but like, I don't know. That would be the best thing that happened to us. Second best only to the possibility of Scientology coming for us. Cause we could grift <laughs> on that for a decade. You know, you're talking about, you don't know what to do, want to do with the rest of your life. We can go on the anti-Scientology grift together. <laughs> personal. There's a personal nastiness about it that just that yeah. doesn't let up. Yeah. and a lack of charity and right. what i find is that there are certain things i can do to slow down that kind of uh, negative experience and then there are certain diehard actors some of whom are quite polite and charming and funny who just will not like their thing is they will ride this to the most negative place if they yeah. can get there and or maybe their belief about what you're saying is that you're saying a bunch of shit that is negative and bad like, why are they assuming bad faith? I thought they don't like that when other people does it, do it. Like, aren't they just assuming the worst faith? Do they not like that when other people do it? They don't like it when it's, when, when people no they, they, oh. they sure do it a lot, but they're, um, what is that? Accuse your enemy of the thing that it is that you were doing. Oh yeah. Always do okay. that. Yeah, they're they're like assuming like the worst faith possible on, on behalf of people they don't even know. These people may just have legitimate disagreements with them like yeah like we we make it's okay to disagree we make a joke about entering the marketplace of ideas in bad faith not because we really come here in bad faith and don't believe everything we say but because it's like it's like such a like a like a thing that that keeps being repeated by this this the folks who people genuinely generally call intellectual dark web they keep they talk about bad faith actors and shit it's like well we're here in bad faith they may not even use that terminology but what they say is you know, they accuse people of, of doing that in right, they, all sorts of different ways. Right. You're out to get me. Yeah. Like it's a conspiracy theory, right? Like this is all a conspiracy theory about the people who disagree with, with popular people and make fun of them. What have they never seen anything? Yeah. It's like the reality that I see is not real reality. You can't possibly just disagree with me. You must be doing it for some other reason. That sub community. Um, I've been talking about, in terms of we have diversity and inclusion, which I'm willing to th- say is a good thing. 
and then it needs a different function, which is interoperability and exclusion, because there's certain people who can't be at the table for a conversation if it's going to progress. Mm. Okay, so stop saying that, that you want to like have all ideas on the table, because you're saying there's certain people who aren't going to let a conversation progress. Maybe they like will disagree with you on a point, and they're like, no, no, I really don't. I'm not going to just, we can't just let this go. Like, I want to keep talking about this because I disagree with you on this. What's the, even if they're like, no, I think you're fucking stupid. And here's why, like, what's like, why can't they be involved in the marketplace of ideas? Like why, why, you know, like maybe your idea isn't, isn't wearing a suit, but it's still your idea. I mean, if you're threatening to kill them or something, sure, but that's illegal. <laughs> like, yeah. Like violence should be the, uh, the line. Right. And then you're not engaging ideas anyway. You're engaging in violence. Yeah. They just don't want to be mocked. And like, yeah, because like no one's threatening violence against these They probably guys. get the, the average, uh, you, the occasional crackpot, but so do we. But and that's we, not who they're talking about. No, they're talking about Ina and like the people who exchange video clips and like the part of the community. I'm like, that's like one of my favorite groups of people that I hang out with on Twitter is the people who go after Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris, Eric Weinstein, Stefan Molyneux, like the. That's where I get some of the ideas for the show. That community doesn't mean them any harm. We just, we all just think they're wrong and to some degree hilarious. It kind of shows that they have no argument against the criticisms though. Cause if they legitimately had an argument against the criticisms, they would just argue that rather than just complaining that there are criticisms. I don't think they, they're like, Oh, I won't dignify that with a response, but what do you, you know, then what are they doing here? All they're doing is they're just dignifying it by like complaining. I don't know. I wish like, I wish he would, I wish he would just say, Ina said this about me and I think she was wrong. I'll link to the, you know, can I send you this so that people can check it out in the show notes? And then you move the fuck on. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe if I think it was, a. Uh, Eric brought her up. Maybe Sam would go, Hey, you know, I went on her show and she's like, Oh, you know, a much smaller creator. I don't really want to talk about that. Like I heard a saying recently. It's uh, if you can't argue the facts, you argue the process or the tone and they're arguing the process. I've also just noticed that like when people, I, when I find, I find that when people start complaining about tone, they've probably, they're probably out of their depth because if somebody can not only, tell you what the fuck's up but do it while snarking at you they probably know the subject matter or at least are good enough at rhetoric to like to pull it off and so you know they're all they're doing is are they're t like it's tone policing this is all tone policing you're right they haven't brought up any of the things these people are saying about them they're not saying this is incorrect or this is incorrect they're saying oh they're so mean and nasty yeah well that's that's fantastic good for you welcome welcome to being Welcome to being someone whose name people know, like, like welcome to being, if I mentioned the name Sam Harris in a bar, maybe half of the people would know who I'm talking about. So welcome to that. Sorry. It sucks so bad, I guess. And uh, because their, their interest is in derailing it. Now I got into some weird thing just now. Do you know the singer Billy Bragg? Uh, no. He's like a progressive, yeah. he's kind of like a punk Arlo Guthrie or, uh -huh. or Woody Guthrie rather. Woody, yeah. And like, he turns out he wrote a book and he's talking about 
Eric Weinstein, an investment banker who is a uh-huh. free speech, uh, you know, champion, won't meet with, I don't know, some whole, he's got a whole story in his mind. And oh, so he took a shot at you in, in his book. He went on. He didn't take it. This isn't taking a shot at you. This is saying, this is what I think about this person. This, this rhetoric about attacks and taking a shot. It's all very dramatic. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be yeah. like, oh, we attacked Sam Harris on our podcast. I'm going to be like, oh, we made fun of Sam Harris for about an hour and a half last night. It was fantastic. <laughs> and if someone did that to us, we would love it. Yeah. We'd be like, like we wouldn't let's be, dance, bitch. We wouldn't be up in arms about, you know, oh, this person disagreed with me and called me an idiot. I'd be like, all right, let's let's chat. Let's you and me. We did a podcast about an IDW podcast that's about the same size as our podcast just to see if they'd come for us, okay? <laughs> and they haven't. I even left a comment on their YouTube saying, "Hey, we did a we did a video about this. We think we think you're wrong." <laughs> Please and thank you. Oh, but I'm going there so I'm going to go back. They're talking about uh this it's a friend of Sam Cedar's from the Majority Report. Uh, Sam's going to come up soon. And by the way, Sam Sam Cedar responded to this. And anybody who hangs out for the post game, we're going to watch that because it's like the proper response. Because he's like basically like, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> but here, uh, Eric Weinstein's going to complain that uh, some folk singer described him and like, "What the fuck? Like the guy doesn't like you. Big fucking deal." Is that he wrote a book and he's talking about? Eric Weinstein, an investment banker who is a free uh-huh. speech, uh, you know, champion, won't meet with, I don't know, some whole, he's got a whole story in his mind. And oh, so he took a shot at you in, in his book? He went on Sam Cedar's program. Oh, well, there's a venue that is not going to select for well, I, I, I honest spoke, opinions. I spoke to Sam. Fuck you. Like, the, again, he's just going to say that. He's not going to give any examples. He's not going to be like, oh, Sam had this person on. And this person's very dishonest and here's what this person's done. Like he's not going to give any examples because he knows if he starts doing that, we're going to be like, Oh really? I remember when you uh, cut, you know, people, some, you know, people come back with, Hey, you know, I remember when you cut out a part of your podcast cause you, Stefan Mullen, you had a sad that somebody called him a Holocaust denier, you know, like, like he's not going to say what happened. It's just like, Oh, that's a bad guy. I'm not going to, he's not worthy of the conversation. I think it's okay for him to take a shot at Sam Cedar because Sam Cedar has a loyal following. He's, he's a majority report. He's, they kicked him out of the podcast awards for winning. Like he always won. <laughs> well, like and- that kind of like, that wasn't even a criticism. That was just an attack. Yeah. It was no, it wasn't, he does this. Therefore I think he's a dishonest actor. It was just like, Oh, nobody's honest on his show. Yeah. It's like he has a different interview guest every fucking day. Like, how do you say that about somebody's show? Oh, the be- here, here we go. Look, there's a problem with the Saul Alinsky thing where Saul, you know, Saul yeah, Alinsky. Yeah, yeah. For anybody not, um, for anybody not listening, the Saul Alinsky thing went around on Fox about fucking 2008, 2009, and they were talking about it and. He wrote a book rules for radicals and they were, they were talking about it and it was really funny because Someone on their show said when they, it was like a round table or whatever. And they stopped and they're like, like, Oh, what do you think? And the, the dude just looked right in the camera and goes, who is Saul Alinsky? It's like, nobody knows who that is. What are you talking about? And then they never read the guy on Fox news anymore. Because nobody knew who this was, but they're just, it's the rules for radicals thing. And they're trying to say that like this guy's using some sort of tactic from some fucking secret leftist book that tells you how to fucking, I don't know. Like literally that's what they're going to say here. 
I've never heard of this. It's a book called Rules for Radicals. Uh, you might want to read it. It's really interesting. Okay. It's just uh, the art of war, but for politics, kind of. Okay. For like leftist politics, but it can be applied by anybody. It's not like a perfect work or whatever, but it's a good book. It's interesting to read. He took a shot at you in, in his book. He went on Sam Cedar's program. Oh, well, there's a venue that is not going to select for well, I, I, I honest spoke, opinions. I spoke to Sam. Look, there's a problem with the Saul Alinsky thing where... Saul, you know, Saul yeah, Alinsky's yeah, yeah. Rules, for rules for Radicals. The, the focus on ridicule. <clears throat> I think it's hard to remember, like, Country Joe and the Fish was ridiculing a bad war mm. in terms that are ridiculous. You've now got a group of people who, if a mathematician says, you know that in, uh, in different um, arithmetics, you could have an equation like two plus three equals one. And so then you get somebody saying, <laughs> I don't know what they're smoking over there at Princeton, but yeah. it, well, that's ridicule. But you're ridiculing something. Except that's not funny ridicule. You suck at it, obviously, if that was the best example you come up with. Yeah. Like ridicule is supposed to be smart. And funny. Yeah. And biggest part, funny. <laughs> oh, what are they smoking over there at Princeton? Like, what the fuck is it? The 50s? I mean, well, like, like funny is usually smart. You know, it's hard to be funny if you're really dumb. Thing <sighs> that you straw and didn't understand. Right. Because the person actually was making sense. And so what I see is that the left and in particular, the Sam Cedar crowd uh, has a doing that with abandon. Well, it's willing to do two separate things. Sam is quite willing. Like there's this whole thing about, will you talk to Sam Cedar? Will you debate Sam Cedar? And my feeling is I would debate part of Sam Cedar. Yeah. The part who won't fucking like go after you for the things you've said. Right. I debate part of him. Could you imagine saying I'd debate part of this person? I missed what we were saying. Oh, I was I was making a joke on our okay. I'll go Twitch back. Chat. But and in particular, the Sam Cedar crowd uh, has a doing that with abandon. Well, it's willing to do two separate things. Sam is quite willing. Like there's this whole thing about will you talk to Sam Cedar? Will you debate Sam Cedar? And my feeling is, I would debate part of Sam Cedar, the part that just is focused on the ideas. But what he, that, what he means to say is. I will debate Sam Cedar about ideas unless he gets an idea about me. <laughs> well, I think he's saying I'll debate Sam Cedar on specific topics. Right. Not on is what I am doing harmful because that's the thing that like, that's, but like the way he said it was really stupid. Cause like the way he said it was like, okay, you're not going to debate like the brushing his teeth, Sam Cedar. Right. Like, I'll yeah. debate part of him. And it's like, well, yeah, if he's brushing his teeth, he might spit his toothpaste at you. If, if you, <laughs> if you become too annoying, which is a likely thing. Also, like that, you'd pay to see that. You'd probably be involved in a home invasion because most people like don't invite their debate guests to watch them brush their teeth. <laughs> the part that is kind of like nasty and, ridic and ridiculing and doing the Alinsky thing, I don't know what to do with it. I'm not interested. In it. I've spoken to Sam Cedar on the phone. It's perfectly reasonable. Mm -hmm. ma made sense to me. We disagreed on on I'll positions. Sam Cedar, but, but only part of him, only his penis. He spoke to him on the phone. I bet he was. I don't know. I don't know. See, like, this is all really weird because, I mean, they're just basic. They're just basically copying to like not wanting to speak to someone because they think that their that person's criticism will be too harsh. I think it seems well, like that's that's probably. I mean, I I don't want to. 
assume what's going on in their mind, but you know, that's probably why they wouldn't want to debate. Um, you know, that's, that's probably why they're saying I'll, I would debate him on like specific things. Right. So many words. They don't like ridicule. Like what the fuck? Like what is, what is like, what do you think? Like Sam Harris comes out of new atheism specifically. New atheism started off as a bunch of people making fun of religion openly and without really any remorse for it. That is at least my sort of recollection of new atheism, at least online when, when it's yeah. And Sam Harris participated in that. This is all, this is all like, this is all the exact thing they, that, that they sort of, they're often accusing everyone else of doing. They don't want to engage us on the ideas. They're just copying right here that they don't want to engage someone on the ideas. But the other thing is that their, their sense of what the ideas are is like a, this very narrow thing, right? When you say, I just want to talk about ideas, but then you decide what an idea can be. Cause that's, I think what's like without having to like infer or without having to guess, that's sort of what I get from this is that like, Oh, I want to talk about ideas with him, but these things he does over here when he expresses himself in this other way, I don't think these are ideas. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about ideas, but only the ideas that I think are valid. Right. And that's some gatekeeping ass shit. And it's fine. Uh, Sam Cedar has a bigger platform than Eric Weinstein, not a bigger platform than Sam Harris. And so like, I don't know, Sam Harris would be doing Sam Cedar a favor, but Eric Weinstein would also be doing Sam Cedar a favor by talking to him on a recording just for a different reason, just because people would throw a party. Because it would be hilarious. What they don't like is that he's funny. They don't. That's what they don't like. They want to engage the Sam Cedar who does the interview for the first 40 minutes of the show where he's talking to like an academic. They want to engage in that way. But they're not going to get that kind of reception because the person whose show it is thinks they're full of shit. So they're not, you're not going to put them on like he's a Noam Chomsky or, you know, some person out of, you know, Brooklyn's whatever district who seems pretty cool, who's running for state assembly or whoever they have on for their interview part. They'll get the, after the interview part where they make fun of people (laughs) and that's just what they'll get. And they don't want that because I don't think that nothing like these guys are just the actually guy, right? Like this kind of stereotypical actually guy, nothing will ruin the actually guy like being made fun of. If there's, if they're trying to sort of, sort of like fake smart, fake smart, explain something to you. Mm-hmm. If you, if you are like incredulous to them, like openly. So it wrecks people who like rely on the fact that they're able to give the appearance of being some massive intellect. It just wrecks it. Like, like wrecks their whole, their whole, the whole way they present themselves, I think, because they present themselves in this sort of high minded way. And if somebody like comes in and isn't really taking them that seriously because what they're saying isn't really that interesting or new or profound, then it like wrecks their whole premise of the whole thing they're doing. So that's why they won't talk to, you know, they would speak to David Pakman, but it didn't go well for uh, Sam Harris because Dave Pakman kind of made fun of him a little bit and poked fun at his sort of. He didn't go hard enough though. But he made fun of him a little bit. He certainly used humor like as a tool. And yeah, so all that's going on here is they don't want to talk to somebody who they think is better at rhetoric than they are. I think because I think humor being able to like make a point and make a joke at the same time, you're going to, I think you're going to stick it better than if you just make the point. 
but also it helps you know being right oh yeah <laughs> like, yeah these guys don't really have that going for them i mean they're which, right about certain things i'm sure like they're not going to say everything that everything they say here isn't false there they did say that that there's two different versions of what sam cedar does but that's literally the show is cut in half they do an interview and then they do what they call the fun half of the show it's like it's like um it's like we do this and then we do the post game and the post game will take discord remote ends we'll maybe i mean we're making fun of people here but it's yeah it's just different and so they want they want the interview guy but they're not going to get the interview because they're not you know talking about anything they're just complaining this is amazing I think they're <laughs> I think they're demanding political correctness from Sam Cedar right now. I think it's funny that people listen to this and I don't mean people like us, like obviously we're listening to it right now, but like someone's gotta be listening to this, just like commiserating with them, like Yeah, man, it sucks that you can't talk to these guys and they'll like without them like saying something you don't like. Yeah. Which is totally <laughs> ironic, right? Or saying something, saying something you might like if they had just said it in another way. <laughs> this is all, this is all accusing somebody of bad faith, like without, without any real good reason to do so. I'm going to grab us both another beer. I'll be right back. Well, right. The, the line that gets crossed for me always with these guys, and again, it, it's a, it's disproportionately on the left, is the the line of conscious dishonesty. I mean, it's serious. You're brother's aphorism bad faith changes everything bad faith right? changes everything and I mean, these guys are in bad faith they know they're lying about in, in my case my views my my actual beliefs and not all of them they, they, there's just too much information well, david pacman fucking bad no, david faith fine. everybody's coming in bad faith yeah, i know but david pacman said some pretty non-charitable things in some parts that seemed kind of ridiculing and of me I, Think or, you, me, other people. Well, I haven't. Whatever I haven't, I have never seen him misrepresenting my views. Did they get to the part where they said they only watched forty-five minutes of Sam Cedar's show yet? No, they didn't. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> but they're talking about David Pakman, and they're like, "He's like, oh, I talked to him, but he ridiculed me. Oh, now you, if like he'd done that, or are they saying that he wished he wouldn't have talked to somebody? Well, no. Sam Harris just said like he never misrepresented him. And it's like, yeah, he didn't. He ridiculed you because you're you're being ridiculous. Right. And the other thing is, like, I would argue that I don't think that what Majority Report does, it's really important. When they're doing an impression, like when the co-host Michael, who does impressions, when he does a Sam Harris impression, everyone understands that he's not quoting Sam Harris. Like they're not really misrepresenting him. He's like, oh, you know, you just got to bomb a few Muslims and then you can figure it out. Like he doesn't mean that he thinks he said that like verbatim, like the way in which they're like, oh, it's so they don't understand satire and how satire is used to like make political points and shit. They think it's fucking the rules for radicals. And it's like, you know, obviously, yeah, Sam Harris isn't going to say that, but it's his ideas taken to the extreme. Or like even just a funny that, version of them, right? If you do that with any anyone's ideas, they become ridiculous, right? Even just a funnier version of what he's saying. It doesn't have to be like an to, to like politically extreme or whatever. Just a funnier version. This is all. This is all in very bad faith. They're they're, they're not they're not being very charitable. He's just saying, oh, I didn't see David Pakman say anything, misrepresent him. So what? Like, it's not for you to decide whose take on what you said is right. Like, you can disagree, but it's not for you to decide. 
you're free to fucking not talk to people, but you can't have it both ways. You can't act like, oh, you know, I'll talk to anybody. And then you only talk to fucking weird people who are obsessed with Neanderthals and IQ. I don't know. Like, I bet this guy's fucking obsessed with IQ too. And if I, I, if I ever got the chance to talk to Sam Harris, I'd ask him like, what's your problem with Neanderthals? Tall's thals, Neanderthals. You'd have to ask him first how to say it so that you don't, um, Neanderthals, Neanderthals, Tals. I mean, said some pretty non-charitable things in some parts that seemed kind of ridiculing. And yeah, of me? I think or, you, me, other people. Well, I haven't, whatever I haven't, once I have never seen David Pakman. No, David Pakman's fine. I just did his podcast. Yeah, I know. But yeah. David Pakman said some pretty non-charitable things in some parts that seemed kind of ridiculing. And yeah, of me? I, think you me other people well i haven't whatever i haven't i have never seen him misrepresenting my views and i think that i mean i again i don't know him i just did his podcast once but he seems like the he seems like somebody who if i said listen you got me wrong here that would matter and he would he would make an effort to get me and and that's the thing which is the problem that we have increasingly is that the tactics that are being used in what are called progressive circles have been confused with the content. So that is the objections to the vehicle, which might be Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, um, which, which, is conflated which is with a the totally payload. unethical uh, program for smearing people dishonestly. Well, you think technology. Well, no, it's no, it's you're just it's an ends justify the means. That's the big problem on the left. Yeah. So, but that ethic. No, it's not. Like some people do things you don't like. These people are acting like they're just dudes, right? Who don't, who aren't public figures, who aren't giving speeches at universities. You know what I'm saying? They're acting, they aren't best selling authors. They're not a huckster with a weird meditation app. Do you know what I'm saying? They're acting, they're, they're sort of, they want it, they want it both ways, it seems like. Or you, you would think that because the way they're talking, they're just two dudes and fucking these people are coming at them for no reason or whatever. And it's like, no, but like they're talking about just like regular criticism. And this dude's like, Oh, it's an ends justifies the means thing. And it's like, no, someone's just criticizing you, dude. Right. And if they're doing it in a way that you find is like, a problem maybe you could tell us what they're doing how it's a problem maybe you could say hey you know this really fucking hurts my feelings when you do this like i didn't mean this this way and i wish you would stop doing this like even if you and me would have a party of sam harris like freaked out and did that to somebody at least that's like at least that's honest like i wish you would stop doing this i don't mean this stuff this way i'm trying to think about what i think are tough issues like none of this though it's always like oh they're being so uncharitable it rules and this guy just keeps referring back to some book from the fucking 60s that like 20 people read last year is there anything special about that book did that book like it's like mind comp for the left what are you talking about i mean i haven't read it i don't know no, what it, I, I don't know what it's about i was kidding it's fucking just a book. <laughs> it's more like it's sort of like the art of war, but for like political propaganda and like message spreading. It's more than twenty people read it last year. It's Does pr- he think it has some like special significance on the left? I mean, there are people who there are people who probably there's like punk songs about it. 
there's a punk song about rules for radicals and it's telling you to pick up the rules, the rules for radicals, it's telling you to read the book, but a punk song telling you to read a book is a good thing. No matter what I think <laughs> like any punk song telling you to read a book, read that book. Maybe not Ayn Rand. That's those are, those are like, those are like weird fake punks. I'm going to gatekeep punk rock. No libertarians allowed, <laughs> but like this fixation, like they're, the, the, the way they're talking about this is that they're just, they're not, they're not like public figures or public intellectuals who the point of a public intellectual is, isn't that their work is being scrutinized by other intellectuals and, and the common people alike. Isn't that what happens with a public intellectual? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine Chris? Like we, I disagreed with Christopher Hitchens a lot towards, uh, especially starting around the Iraq war. I disagreed with him, but then he wrote an article saying that he was wrong about the Iraq war and he outlined how he got it wrong, which is stunning. But not really. But could I think, you imagine Christopher Hitchens going on someone's podcast to complain that someone was making fun of him? Just could you imagine? No, absolutely not. But yeah, he would probably uh, have a, in probably, that regard. Christopher Hitchens, you know, Christopher Hitchens was a skeptic, and I'm I'm gonna gatekeep here a little bit too. He was a true skeptic. You know, the kind of skeptic that could look at something that they had said in the past and be like, "Oops, yeah." And just legitimately just say like, yo, I got this very wrong. I have been introduced to new evidence and that new evidence has showed me that I was very incorrect. But yeah, could you imagine this is all, a, you know, Christopher Hitchens and Eric Weinstein complaining about people making fun of Christopher Hitchens and more of the portal. Come on. Christopher but, Hitchens would have been like, hey, oh, the Sam Cedar is making fun of me. He's like, you know what? We should get a bottle of whiskey and a stage and talk about it. Because that's really what he was. He just showed up to all these things drunk. <laughs> but like that, what I was saying is the thing that like Sam Harris would never do that. Like he wrote that thing a long time ago uh, in defense of profiling. Torture. Oh, he defended both within like six months of each other. One of them was yeah. in the HuffPo and he was wondering why he published some shit in the Huffington Post about defending torture and everybody criticized him. But like he would never rescind that. Yeah, would it be really hard for him to, at the beginning of one of his podcasts, go, you know, hey, a lot of people have been talking about this article in defense of torture, and I now think that, you know, I was I was ill-advised, I was wrong. You know, yeah. here's, here's here, uh, I'm going to be putting something up on my website, like a re like a rehash of that article, how I got it wrong, and I'd like you to, you know, we can all use this as a fucking learning experience, and even I got something wrong. He could still talk about how great he is, like, right at the end. Go, even <laughs> I got something wrong, but no. Yeah, he just doubles down. On fucking everything. Every time he's introduced to some new evidence, he'll just double down on his former opinion. He's also talking about being misrepresented. opinion. He's also talking about being misrepresented. And I wonder if he's talking about how they have mentioned several times when people have called into their show to defend Sam Harris. He goes, oh, you know, he's anti-imperialism, anti-war. I don't understand why you guys hate him. They go, hey, you know, he wrote this article in defense of torture. And uh, that doesn't seem very... You know, he may be against the empire, but he's okay. You know, we, we don't have to think that he's necessarily an imperialist to disagree with him. And then somebody will do an impression of him. They'll laugh and the person on the phone will get mad because their show's brilliant. Way better than, way better than what we're doing around here. But, ah, oh, this, this idea. Yeah. He, I can't imagine any, you know, I could, I wouldn't have thought that Sam Harris would be doing this like in the mid two thousands. Like he's more aligned towards like lawful evil down here in the corner. <laughs> lawful evil. Yeah, like there's lawful good, lawful neutral. He's lawful evil. Right. A program for smearing people dishonestly. Well, it, like, no, like, it's like, a, it's you, a, you a think moral that, you technology. Think 
Well, no, it's no, it's you're just it's an ends justify the means. That's the big problem on the left. Yeah. So, but the, 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 that ethic is is flawed, right? So, like, so for instance, I mean, like with me and Trump, like, there's nobody who uh, you don't like de- the guy. denigrates Trump as avidly as I do, but I am super careful to be honest, right? So, like, I it's not that because anything you can, you can smear him with is fair because right? you can be Sam. I mean, well, the problem with some all of these guys can be Sam Cedar can be honest on his show and still have a show. Right. Nobody's going to cancel him because he was too honest. No, I, I think that there's like this very weird other. I mean, Sam, I don't want to get into the Sam Cedar thing in particular. Right. First of all, because he's going to do an entire show. We know you have to say. But will, um, he'll take these quotations. And no, but he he has. The, see, he has Pacman's ability to reason. I mean, well, that, I, I got this to, is the banality of evil, right? Like there's not that many evil people. Right? There's just a lot of people who are functioning in some normal mode with 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 normal incentives and they become assholes because they're not heroes, right? But so like it, it takes some work not to be an asshole when you are incentivized to be one. And and can we're, I, can all, I, we're all vulnerable to this, but there's some people who have just cashed this. in to go for it. I like how he talked about people cashing in. I think Sam Harris probably brought in more money than the majority report did last year off of their, because he's got that weird meditation app that he's charging the sycophants for. He has a meditation app? You think, yes. What? I've yes. never heard of this. Yeah. Yes, of course. Maybe we. Maybe there's a commercial for it. Maybe there's a <laughs> fake commercial for it that we could play. If there Can is I a look niche, one up? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, we're, we're, we're getting close to the end here anyway. That nonsense on the left makes me crazy because in part, it just feels like all of my ideals turned into some piece of yeah, crap. We're, that's, we're of the left. Yeah, not only the left man i came from a farther left part than i don't even i don't even know where you started but yeah no i mean okay. i've never been tempted to be anything other than a democrat i've never even said i'm going to be an independent because you know the democratic party I'm certainly isn't me, if i right? could if i could yeah. if i could move to another party that made sense i'd do it at yeah, this point yeah but yeah anyway i think that what they i think that what we don't really understand is is that there's a homelessness problem that is really significant if you are the sort of a person who needs to attach to some kind of institutional structure in a time when there is no institution that actually holds your perspective, you're going to start to do very bizarre things. Now, the thing about you mm-hmm. and, 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 and me is, is that to some extent, and I don't think we can do this long term, we're okay with being homeless. More about this during red light or the, the post game, because they're talking about what was that last part? He said, He's basically saying we don't have an intellectual home. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Being intellectually homeless or whatever. More on this during the post game because that's a very bizarre thing to say. Like this guy's podcast launched and probably had hundreds of thousands of downloads within 48 hours of the first episode of this show. Like there's, this is absurd. They're just complaining that people make fun of them. This is weird. I'm glad they spent this much time on Sam Cedar. Stick around for the post game, everybody, because the, the the majority report clip about this is quite good. Right, you can use right. sort of first principles, try to think your way out of stuff, but well, it's, well, it's very tough for for most people. And I think that there is there are these sort of collection points in the adaptive landscape of politics. Would you would you disagree with that? What the fuck is a collection point in the adaptive landscape of politics? What the fuck does that mean? It means you ordered a salad, but you didn't specify which, so you got a word salad. Oh, fantastic. 
Yeah. Well, one thing that seems important is the connection to science. I mean, we're not spending a lot of time talking about science in this mode, but the 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 the, the dispassion and self criticism that is the like is the only rubric under which real science can be done. Is that why you host a talk show where you fucking complain about people criticizing you all the time? Because science is self-critical and that's just not going to work. I think that's what I think that's like what's going on here. He describes science as self-critical after complaining about people criticizing him for fucking ten minutes. I'm just it just seems like a very strange juxtaposition is is like all I'm saying. Is he a scientist? He's not a scientist, right? Well, he's got a degree in neuroscience, but he's not like working in the field. Like I, like my pops used to always say, I was like, oh, you know, you're a scientist. He's like, hey, man, I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm management now. I haven't done science in a very long time. He's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself in the lab with those people. I mean, I studied computer science and I've never done any science. Right, right. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I think it depends on your definition. I think that a scientist is somebody who does like scientific research that works in the sciences day in and day out. Right. Yeah. So if you were, if you were like some sort of material scientist and you were working for, I don't know, a company that makes SSDs, right. Because they need material scientists, but then you move up the ranks and now you're the CFO or the CTO. You ain't no scientist anymore. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean that that's not your background. It doesn't mean that you couldn't do that work again. It just means that that's not what you're doing right now. You're an executive. You're in your manage your management. So yeah. Sam Harris is not a scientist. He's a talk show host. And much he's, anyway. he's a talk show host and apparently a meditation expert. <laughs> Leads into our thinking about all these other issues. I mean, I, I think that's, that's got to be a relevant variable. It's, it's, it's like, like you either have a scientific cast of mind or you don't. And when you don't. I have both. Right. But when you, when you don't. Wait, what? Seeing- he has both. Whatever the other option is, he does and doesn't. The other option was you don't have that. Yeah, well, this Eric Weinstein. I'm sorry, he's the he's like the um he's like the the Shep, like of Larry Curley and Mo. Well, he's Shep <laughs> of the IDW. He's like the guy that <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Shep was smarter than them. Maybe that's, but he's like definitely not the intellectual powerhouse. Like, if I was gonna rate like raw, like what I perceive their raw problem solving horsepower to be, he's like definitely like like probably right above Dave Rubin. Because like, nobody's as dumb as Dave Rubin, but but that like that was actually a true dichotomy. What he just said, and he responded with like, "Oh, well, I'm both." Well, to be fair, the dichotomy that Sam Harris proposed was stupid because you don't just have a fucking science mind. Well, like, that's true. Yeah, we we talk about this a lot, and I I like bang. The way on, he put it was a true dichotomy. Yeah, I like hammer skeptics on this. I'm like, you're not a critical thinker. You can engage in critical thinking and you can endeavor to do it and try to remember to do it, but you're not a critical thinker. So your mind isn't a scientific mind. Everybody's mind is capable of engaging in scientific thought and skepticism and uh, critical thinking, right? It's not like, yeah, it's not like you become that. It's just a thing that you're, maybe you practice it more. So maybe I'm criticizing the wrong person. I should I should criticize Sam Harris here and say like I know both. You're putting that as a dichotomy, but it is not a dichotomy. Like I think maybe maybe Weinstein was right. Both criticizing both because what Weinstein said was fucking stupid too. Because we have to operate <laughs> under the assumption that he's taking he's taking Sam Harris seriously, right? When it really that that was a perfect opportunity to be critical of something Sam Harris said. He goes, "Hey, that seems like a dichotomy, and we don't always all think that way." Yeah. 
that doesn't work because then then you've come to this in bad faith and I'm out of here. But it's like saying, you know, either you're standing or you're not. Like, yes, that is a true dichotomy, but it but doesn't hold it's, throughout it's a, all time. And it's irrelevant. It like doesn't matter because either you're standing or you're not. That's fine. You're, but that doesn't tell you. It tells you that if you're standing, but you could be sitting, laying down, crouching, kneeling. It gives you very little information if you're not standing. Yes, true. Except that you're like out of all these switches, this switch is either on or off. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> you're not seeing the, um, I mean, just not even, you're not even seeing intellectual dishonesty for what it is. Right. It just, it's just like, like motivated reasoning is, is, isn't a bad thing. Right. Wishful thinking isn't a bad thing. Confirmation bias isn't a bad thing. These are virtues. This is in religion. Well, this is faith. Wait, whoa. Is he just, did he just try to say that the, 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 the left, um, I don't know where we're at now. He's trying to bait. Is he saying that or is he saying we're saying that? I presume he's probably saying that people who are more or less of our persuasion are saying that. Okay. But he won't name us, which is really disappointing because yeah, I, I, I want name us specifically. I want Squarespace to email me and tell me that they think my site is being DDoSed. Name Etchoplex Media specifically. For anyone who didn't understand that, we had a voicemail that said Etchoplex. Right. This is this is you know. Well, this is like always the, the issue with with our I friend that. Jordan bring Peterson, it back. which is that when he gets really far out there in the, I don't know, people now call mythopoetic. I don't know. Well, isn't a bad thing. Take Confirmation bias isn't a bad thing. These are virtues. This is religion. Well, this is L. Ron Peterson. Right. This, is, this is, you know, Well, this is like always the, the issue with, with our friend Jordan Peterson, which is that when he gets really Get far out there in the, I don't know, people now call mythopoetic. I don't, I don't know the lingo. Yeah. Um, Did you say mythopoetic? When he gets out there and gets all mythopoetic, you know what that means? Mythopoetic is like smart, fake smart people language for word salad. Anybody ever tries to tell you some shit is mythopoetic? You're like, you don't, don't say anything. Let them, let them have their moment because you don't want to try to get away from them because they're probably going to talk to you about race and IQ, but (laughs) let them have their moment. Understand that they mean word salad and then just assume that they said word salad and then respond accordingly he said mythopoetic like this is a this is i don't like, think that's a word like if somebody was going to satire the idea of a public intellectual it would sound like this <laughs> fact checking uh, are we getting into pose law territory here as long as those two facilities are present and in dialogue and as long as the fact checking you know what we what we call the scientific method is in some sense inadequate to me to explain how science has progressed right. all the mad thinking and then the spirituality of coming up with breaking new ground well, you doesn't just, you just gave us ramanujan about an hour ago yeah so he's he's having dreams about the goddess lakshmi handing him theorems well there's right. there's yeah. that that person fucking probably already figured out the theorem didn't know it and like your mind is an amazing fucking thing for a neuroscientist say that there's anything spiritual about thinking about being like a a mathematician which is what i assume this person is and thinking that some god gave you the fucking the answer or some theorem while you were asleep is a bonkers ass thing to say if this guy's like a neuroscientist i don't know shit about neuroscience but i know that like when you get a revelation when you when you figured something out it doesn't matter when it comes to you that ain't magic. Correct. You you figured it out. It doesn't matter if it came to you while you were jacking off, having sex, taking a shit. It doesn't matter. If you figured something out, you figured it out and good for you. 
And like figuring stuff out in your dreams actually happens a lot and it's like pretty normal. And you know, the people that attribute it to anything more than just your brain working while you're asleep are probably not a neuroscientist. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb here. We're going to go back 15 (laughs) seconds. I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that suggest that most neuros. Okay. Like if you're just being polite and you're a neuroscientist, you'd go, Oh yeah, yeah, of course spirituality, but he just brought up a thing. Uh, like a like a thing that stands for ever like like here right. all the mad thinking and then the spirituality of coming up with breaking new ground well, you doesn't just, you just gave us Ramanujan about an hour ago yeah so he's he's having dreams about the goddess Lakshmi handing him theorems well there's right. there's yeah. that so, you know the Kerala school of a ast- yeah that's absurd for a person who's supposed to be a neuroscientist to say that's absurd because I know that that's different than psychology, which is, it's probably more on the psychology or like the cognitive, like the cognitive, like the cognitive sciences end of things than like the, the, than uh, neuroscience. But those are like adjacent fields and you would have some knowledge of the people in those other fields. Right. And he just said some spiritual thing or whatever, Heather, where it's trying to separate these things out. And the guy's just like, Oh, the other guy got a theorem in a dream. It's like, that's not, but he wasn't agreeing with it. Was he? Well, you agreeing with it? I, you know what? Whatever we think he said, he never said that. <laughs> it's all very listening to it again. It doesn't sound like he was agreeing with it. It sounded like maybe he was almost even trying to make fun of it. But I mean, we'll, we'll do this. this. This show is Sam Harris is bad at humor. We could have also called this show pedantic. Actually, we'll go. We'll, we'll do it again. Thinking and then the spirituality of coming up with breaking new ground well, you doesn't just, you just gave us ramanujan about an hour ago yeah so he's he's having dreams about the goddess lakshmi handing him theorems well there's right? there's yeah. that so, you know the kerala school of astronomy that came up with infinite series before newton and leibniz hmm. was doing it in religious poetry you know it rhymed i think in, over there in kerala so there is a there is a kind of madness that you have to invite to break new ground and there's a kind of sanity that you have to invite to to wrestle with the madness. And um, our, our friend Dan Barquet came up with this idea that science is a two front war, but that most people have only been deployed to one front. You don't have to be crazy to come up with good shit. Like the fact that some people that do come up with good ideas are crazy. Doesn't mean like that's a weird way to extrapolate. Like, Hey, this group of people who came up with it, I with good ideas, are crazy therefore all people who come up with good ideas are crazy it's like just the legend of the mad scientist yeah essentially i think i think it's like fair to like call that that's just the legend of the mad scientist makes for good fucking movies and cartoons and shit right but it's like absolutely not true like or i mean some some people seem mad or whatever but they're just weird they're just different than you i don't even know that like like, I don't know, maybe people thought this, people doing the science were mad back in the day because they weren't like doing the religion. And that's why like they, I mean, I don't know. We don't know where it came from, right? It's like a, it's like legends are kind of hard to track down. Maybe they were just saying jokes and people didn't get the jokes. I be- I guarantee no mad scientist ever fucking went and talked to somebody for two hours about how they were being criticized. <laughs> and I think that nice that's image, a really, yeah. that's a really nice image. Um, I do worry that in part, the activist mindset, particularly on the left, has a very clear idea, which is that, um, yeah, it's really a shame the number of people who have to get hurt for justice to be done. 
Right. Like nobody's saying yeah, that. Yeah, fuck off. Oh, by the way, that's been America's foreign policy fucking basically <laughs> since the end of World War Two. Like the left literally wants to like stop people from hurting. Well, and I mean, it's like what I believe is, yeah, I believe like what I believe and I'm, I'm a leftist. I think you're me and you are generally in the same place on almost everything uh, like politically. And mm. I want first, first and foremost, I want our government to stop doing all that shit to people on the other side of the world. Like, I guess, let them do it to each other intervene maybe if we have to but maybe try to do diplomacy and get people to stop doing it because we're like hey you know we'd hate to have to like just start dropping bombs like, like intervene if the government is like ah we're just gonna keep killing our people then right. intervene right but, but this, like, whole, this whole thing they 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 think they're like they don't, when they say we don't care who has to get hurt as we try to get what we want i think they're fucking i think he's talking about himself and sam harris being criticized on twitter Based on what they were saying, like <laughs> that's what they mean. I, I, you think what so? else am I? I mean, what like what else am I supposed to believe? Are the fucking are the leftists? Are there fucking is like Stalin coming through with tanks? I mean, what the fuck? Like, what else am I supposed to believe except that they're talking about the thing they were just talking about? Because this is like what fucking you, enormous victim complex right here. If they're not talking about that, then they certainly haven't made it very clear. And I question them as communicators of a. Uh, I question them as members of the marketplace of ideas is what I'm saying <laughs> is like the only thing that you could believe off of that is that they're talking about like getting hurt, like in the marketplace of ideas. And it's like, dude, you're getting, you're getting your asses kicked in the marketplace of ideas and you're mad about it because now everybody could tweet at you and you can't block everyone who doesn't like you because there's a lot of them. <laughs> they're uh, wait, do I have uh do I have something about blocking on the, Oh yeah, it's a Madison. It's I'm block happy. I must have at least two, three thousand people blocked. That's a low number too, by the way. It's like bottom right-ish on the Madison page. Let's go with this one. Arguably the most trolled girl on the internet. And that is a highly conserved idea that I had not understood was was broadly distributed. Yeah, but I mean that that is a an ethic or a pseudo ethic that we have to just relentlessly criticize because it's, it's so much what if i want to relentlessly criticize your ethic sam harris like what the fuck he went oh we're going to relentlessly criticize this ethic great i'm relentlessly criticizing yours what now like this is all this is all so frustrating arm gets done i mean that that is the the thinking that allows good people or otherwise good people to create immense harm it's like let's yeah throw throw them off the rooftops because they uh, you know the, the purge is on and it's, it's sorry we have to break these many eggs to well, make this omelet but partially well like yeah i agree with you about that but that's not you're not talking about the left right now or anything that's happening in the united states where you live at all yeah like <laughs> you're talking about like some authoritarian some like fictional authoritarian united states where like the left is just like out bombing things and I don't know. No, they're out this to is, get Sam Harris in this thing. You have to understand that this all goes back to like, I would love, love, love to have him go to what he thinks is a psychotherapist. This is all totally illegal and nobody should ever do this and have him like pour his innermost secrets out because there's this guy, there's gotta be something going on where, Either that or they just they just know that it's it's good for them to like talk about this criticism like it's 
like it's beneath them or something. It's this weird thing going on where I think they're like, where I, th- I think that they, that maybe the way they view this is that they're on like the, like a, a big layer cake, right? And that they should, they're maybe they're at the top of the layer cake. And why is anybody down here who swears on their podcast, even trying to criticize them? Like, I feel like it's sort of one of those pearl clutching kind of things. Cause <laughs> it's not like, like if the queen of England criticized him, He'd be immediately trying to have her on his podcast. So I think it's like a, it's like almost the form of what's being said over the substance of what's being said in a lot of cases. Yeah. Like, cause the form is not the form, not this sort of boring form. Like, like we're not, we're not adversarial with one another, but we don't do this form. Like this form, you and Matt didn't do this form. This is boring. You and Matt crack jokes. Yeah, they haven't told any jokes. But well, these I are mean, two unfunny guys. Man, I would pay to watch either of them try to do fucking five minutes of stand-up comedy. But like, they're trying to be intellectual right now. That's the problem is I think that they're both probably pretty smart guys, but maybe if they stopped trying to be an intellectual, like they would, they would have a lot more fun with like the fame that they have. It also seems like they they don't even enjoy that they're that they're like that they have notoriety like it seems like a joyless notoriety like there's it seems like they they take no pleasure in being listened to by massive amounts of men and i do mean men <laughs> yeah and like they don't appreciate the the power the influence that they have cuz they could use that for good they could promote good ideas on their podcasts on their platforms right they could spend this whole time like i know they're both for single payer why didn't they spend the like i i listened to this whole thing i had to know where where to where to like kind of try to do the show they mentioned single payer but they could have spent 30 minutes on like the arguments for single payer rather than 30 minutes on why are we being criticized the other thing is in in inside of all of this where inside of this was ad hominem attacks on uh sam cedar who by the way relishes that shit the same way we would but also Ina, like who she's just she's like she's got like i don't know 12 or twenty thousand followers on twitter like she's not like it's different she's not like doing whole bits about them and making fun of them every day on on their show on her show because her show's like a weekly show and she does interviews and she's like like i don't understand why they why they even like brought her up like that's that's fucking weird we would relish that, but like, she's like her Twitter's bigger than ours, but she's like probably right around where we are in like the pecking order of kind of all of the things, you know? And it's like, it's really weird that they would reach down and do that. And she's a woman and she's like a, a, a middle Eastern woman who's an ex Muslim, but doesn't like th- these people also doesn't like Islam. So she's get probably getting all kinds of fucking weird, like, like tweets and shit from having even been mentioned on this. And it's like, why, why would you do that? Like, Maybe Weinstein, but Sam Harris shouldn't even entertain that. He's so much bigger. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. We're probably bigger than Scientology, but that's because they lie about their membership. They have way more property than us in a bigger studio. But I think like at any given time, is like even right now, like nobody's really watching this, but at any given time are more people watching the Scientology network or us like, you know, but like in Sam Harris's case, he's, he's just punching down. Like I said before, and I feel like Sam Harris just, he doesn't really, I don't know if he ever punches up. 
like he says he doesn't like Trump, but when he describes the thing he doesn't like about Trump, he doesn't say that the guy's a fucking racist. He basically said it's a tone again. It's it's he's uncouth. He's a poor representative of our country. It's I mean, he says that he's uh, he may have said that Trump is obviously racist, but we listen to that one about white supremacy. And I want to say that he like kind of said that he wasn't sure about Trump, but I don't remember exactly because he said a lot of dumb shit in the one we listened to about him and white supremacy. I was very angry. Like, but, but when he criticizes Trump, it's mostly like bad decisions and optics. It's not, Hey, this guy's totally racist and I don't want to live in a racist country. So it's not the things that normal people would complain about, about Trump, right? It's all these sort of, Oh, well, he's not statesmanlike and all this shit. And it's like, well, if somebody wasn't statesmanlike and they were doing a great job and fucking helping people and using the office to the, to, you know, to, to everyone's benefit that I wouldn't care, but they'd. Maybe the same criticism. That's what someone would complain about Trump if they were just perfectly fine with the racism. Right. If they were just like, yeah, it's cool that he's racist, but he's, he's not racist, racist about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, he's not civil about it. He should, he should learn to use his words more effectively. The question is how do we spend enough time together to get past this problem? Like, I I really think it's quite serious that Well, part, part of it is, is that, we're not actually doing much of this face to face, right? Like I've never met Nassim, I've never met Sam Cedar, I've never met any. They shouldn't have been in the same sentence. They have very different problems. But um, oh, I'd like to unpack that one. He just said those two people have very different problems, which is really weird because I think his problem is that they criticize Sam Harris. Oh shit! We should probably get out of here soon. Or not get out of here, but move on to the the other side of the show. Hey, everybody! We do want to uh, look at the Sam Harris meditation app. Yeah, we uh, is, the, is there the, is there is there an advertisement for it? I'm sure there is. If you look it up on YouTube, do you think there's an ad for it? He fucking owns wakingup.com. Yeah, that used to be the name of his podcast, but then people started making fun of him, saying that that's what conspiracy theorists and like uh, moon child people would say about their experiences <laughs> becoming a. I got woke on this and that. And so he changed it to his podcast to making sense. And he's like, oh, this will be perfect for my meditation grift. Oh, he's waking <laughs> up for my meditation grift. I wonder how much he paid for waking up.com. Um, he got it when dirt, when he first started doing his podcast. So maybe he didn't have to pay that much for it. His podcast is like, unless he did that in like 1998. Oh yeah. He might've paid a lot for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he could, I'm sure he could afford it. I mean, I've considered buying some domains that were like several thousand dollars. Wakingup.com, I'm assu- I'm sure it was like more than that. Yeah, like ten grand, twenty grand, something. Yeah, like the interest more that like he earned, that. the interest that he earned last quarter on his uh, <laughs> on his savings account. Any song you got to hear, buddy? We're gonna get out of here. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast version of the show. I appreciate it. Um, really, the the live shows where it's at though. I got to hear chocolate. All right, here's the not five-year-long version of Chocolate by Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptists.
Echoplex Media streams seven days a week on twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. With a variety of hosts and topics, there's bound to be something you'll like or hate so much you can't stop watching it. All times are Pacific. Check out our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.